Remember when we really used to center Black Joy? This quarantine has damn near got the best of me. I'm going to go over here trying to force it. So if I come up in the show randomly and I got Black Joy, maybe I'll just interrupt you when we're talking about Biden and come on. Hey, whoa, I got I got Black Joy. I don't know if it's an actual retired segment from Hello Black or something that will be postponed or something that might come back. I mean. But I don't know. It's also gloomy outside right now. It's raining. It's daylight saving times. It's really fucking me up. It's like dark at five o'clock. I'm not saying that things haven't brought me joy over the last. It's been like two weeks since we recorded. Then we're two weeks on the, on the to today was November third, fucking election night or whatever. So, I mean, I had dinner with my my great grandma at my great grandma grandmother's house the other day. She made spaghetti. She was so good. And it took it's so wild. She had she had like the same toaster for probably like five five years. I'm gonna say five, maybe longer. And the other day I was making toast. I'm like, where you get this? I she was like, just going to say something. Like, she's had the same toaster for since the Great Migration. <laughs> no. She had hell no. She, but she, it was wild. I was in there. I was like, so yeah, that, that is my joyous moment. I went over there for spaghetti. And I'm like, damn, when y'all get this new toaster? Because I just, like the same one has been there, at least from probably middle school to, that's the last one I remember was this little silver one she had. And I remember I hated it because it would be like the the... The mon- what I don't know what the correct term is, like the monitor or whatever, right? You know how on a toaster, excuse me, this right here? Yeah. Whatever this device is, and like it usually has like a, a image, and one is like full with white to let you know it's going to be lighter, and one is like black to let you know like, like that's how you get closer to being crispy or burnt, right? And her that shit just never worked. Like no matter what, like you were either going to get some burnt ass toast or some toast that's just like warm bread. Like it's not actually baked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so... That's why it's so. That's why I remember it so much. And so, Sunday when I was over there, I'm like, "What the fuck? Uh, Some new in here." You get a new toaster. And I was also got a chance to watch Marcus game. So it was like, "Oh, I'm watching my cousin play football at my great granny's house." Like this with a new toaster. Yeah, serendipitous. Don't, don't get much better than that. You know, so <laughs> yeah, that's my black joy. What about you? Yeah, we went into a whole situ- situation. Where like, yeah, we about to retire this segment. Niggas is turning into some Afro pessimists. <laughs> <laughs> the ops probably juice like yeah, oh, we yeah, get to man. these niggas. We get to these niggas. They're not even happy no more. Yeah, come on, nah, nigga. We are. Come come again. Like my nigga Twan say, step harder, nigga. Step harder, you think you're gonna steal my joy away. Straight up. Um my joy yesterday, I guess I played played uh maybe like two hours of Madden by myself. I'm practicing because I've been getting my ass whooped by my friends. Niggas <laughs> two hours. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um so yeah. I'd be feeling guilty for playing video games, but go ahead, keep going. No, nah, it's that. like that's. The, I feel like I'm reconnecting with shit that I liked to, to do in my childhood or like early college, and like you know, life gets so damn busy where you don't make that time for it. And yesterday and we, we get had so a, serious too. Bro. <laughs> we had a wild ass day yesterday too, a busy ass day. So to be able to just like chill in my bed and play Xbox, and I had an edible. I was like baby lit, and I took some melatonin. And I slept till like seven thirty, but I fell asleep hella early. And usually I'm very I'm up hella late. So that was that was that's my black joy. Getting getting some rest, waking up this morning, <laughs> having a glass of water, having an emergency, and then reading reading, sitting down and reading on the couch. That was some 
balance rather than just waking up. And so many times when we just wake up and go get it, you know. I did my hair this morning too. Yeah, I, I'm starting off the day, starting off the day that's smooth. The you know, it's one o'clock already yeah. conquered. That's, done that's, done that's a lot a of win. shit. I find value in starting my days off slow. Yeah, you get to like warm up, and then the mornings, and you know, I've talked about this on the pod. The mornings ain't my. My, my my thing, but being able to start slow, kind of warm up to the day and not have to just push, 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 you know, that's, that was cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been talking about that in my therapy. Um, like, just our, it's it's natural to when you're trying to balance different things, you're trying to organize and you're trying to, you're organizing and you still have a nine to five or whatever. Um, and just the normal day-to-day shit that comes with being an African in America, right? You just got tend to have a lot on your plate. Um, but I noticed that when I take the time, and that sometimes it requires me to wake up a little earlier, because usually, like, I, since I am a morning person, I try to have my first meeting at, like, 9 a.m. type shit. And so if, if I'm going to have breakfast, if I'm going to be able to stretch and brush my teeth and wash my face and put lotion on, all that shit, right? Like, I need to wake up a little bit early. And, I again, the point is, when I do wake up early and I make time for that kind of routine, I just feel a little less anxious when I go into my day. The worst is when yeah. I wake up and the first thing I do is check my email. First thing I do is start is check my text. Yeah. Because I go to sleep early, nigga. Like, I'm not like, I go to sleep. Yeah. Like, you be up past midnight. I'm usually gone, feel me, before midnight type shit. So there's like hella, and most of my friends are like you to where they're going to be up late. So I'll wake up to hella, hella shit, you know, like, <laughs> and usually it's work. Yeah. And so if I do that and like the first thing I do is start responding to shit, then I'm already... Anxious because I'm thinking about all the shit whatever that do. task, all the shit that you I gotta do, got out of bed or the yet. next step. For sure, didn't get out of bed. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, boom, not not checking texts. Well, not all the time, but most of the time when I'm trying to have a good day, I don't check my texts. I don't get on no social media. I just like stretch and do that whole little routine and shit. So I'm happy you you got yours in today. And you know what you shouldn't do though. Like you realize today when you do those kind of things, you feel good in the morning. You should definitely do that tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> you should one thousand percent do that tomorrow. Don't go back into the same shit. Yeah, I think it just that shit is just about discipline. You know, having that discipline for yourself. Isn't it wild how discipline has sometimes a negative connotation? But you yeah, I always I always associate discipline with negativity or you being going back to carceral methods like punishment. You know. Usually you you say oh you was disciplined it was a negative thing a negative connotation but I feel like I've been relearning that to be like nah discipline is actually something that helps me live a more balanced life you know what I mean yeah, and like facts. having that discipline to do certain things take care of yourself you know what I mean like I'm on my will uh, my will uh, vegetarian <laughs> vegetarian discipline right now where I'm 22 days in and just doing shit to like feel like you in control of shit you know what I mean and not let this world control you. Yep. Um, so I think we got to re relook at what we think discipline is, you know. One thousand percent. So, hella black. The the second episode of the new world. Oh yeah, it's a new world order we're in. Uh, we're new. We're we're in the new world. Today is the first. The, the today is the second. No, the second week. We're in our second week of freedom now. We are liberated <laughs> from the tyrant that is Trump. We are liberated from the systems that are white supremacy, capitalism. Patriarchy, you know, because America has been saved, our democracy has been saved. God bless America. I stood up today and I felt like a, pl- a proud American. I put my right hand over my chest and I pledged to these 
it's, 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 it's wild. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be condescending to folks. You know. I don't know. We already had that reputation that we come here and just condescend folks. But yeah. it's shit is kind of a joke. I'm just joking, but also it's real. I don't know. No, nah, I mean, we we also we so boom. Joe Biden won the election, right, for the president of the United States of America. Um, and you've seen, even in a place, well, yeah, liberalism is a joke in itself, right? We'll touch on that later. But, like, you've seen the response to him and the VP, Kamala Harris, you know, winning. Um, and for me, I've been trying to, I know for us, we've been having conversations around like what are folks and rightfully so like what are y'all actually celebrating and at the gist of it it's like most folks response to that is like we just trump is out of the office and at first i was being like you know on my super radical shit like nigga this has no meaning for the most oppressed and marginalized folks in this nation and abroad but also to that point i do get like even i am also happy that i won't have to i don't know how Post, you know, next year, beginning of 2021, I am happy that I won't have to hear so much about this nigga. And so I get I I get it if your understanding of politics is directly attached to liberalism and American democracy. And you are one that bought into like I was seeing signs like make America kind again, like all these all the liberal propaganda. Right. If that's your basis of understanding, I can see why this is such a pivotal moment in history for you. I can see why this because you you're going back to to neoliberalism, you know, like you're going back, you're to, going what back been, to, to what you're comfortable with, to, to the Obama, to, to what aligns with your morals and values, right? Like American liberalism, that's what aligns with you. And Trump did not represent that for you, and neither did he implement that in his policies and shit. So I can get why so many people are excited, but for anyone that's talking about following a radical tradition, a revolutionary tradition, you know, you making a fool of yeah. yourself, and you disrespecting you disrespecting the politics and the principles and the theories that niggas are like I don't. Especially because so many radicals, so many revolutionaries have told you about the Democratic Party. From George Jackson to Fred Hampton to Asada Shakur. Kwame Ture. The list goes on and on and on. You feel me? (laughs) And that's the fact about it. But people... And I think this really comes back to kind of this question of integration again. This question of assimilation. This, you know bourgeoisie class because when I see a lot of folks who are celebrating in those streets by Lake Merritt was the bourgeoisie. They affirmed the black bougie right? class, bro. They it is the, the class contradictions that we have in our community that keep showing up. And that's one thing we I don't think we've we've necessarily grappled with enough is those those class contradictions in the black community to where we have these neo-colonial forces, a.k.a. Kamala Harris, come in and use the, the guise of social progress, the guise the rappers, nigga, the two of chains, progressiveness. The, P, the, P Diddy's, the niggas who... You know what I mean? The, come the, on, nigga, the athletes, the, the, the two chains going, going and doing these, you know, tap dance performances for these presidents. You feel me? Like, it's the black bourgeois class celebrating. It's and it ain't the hood celebrating. Because the hood is still going to deal with the hood-like conditions. Liberals is mad because, you know, this this forced them to deal with their fucking whiteness and to see how fucked up this country was. They want to go back to a sense of complacency because that complacency is profitable for them. I mean, AKA why Joe Biden was supported by Wall Street and why millions and millions of dollars was pumped in by the Wall Street, you know, by these corporations to choose Joe Biden so they can get back to this complacent capitalism where, okay, you know, we don't have a loudmouth motherfucker like 
Donald Trump. Instead, we have a a, 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 a fascist, a corporate fascist like Joe Biden come in, you know, who might say that, yes, black lives matter, but put your black ass in a cage via Kamala Harris. Yep. And what I was going to say, you made, you mentioned earlier, like poor black folks in the hood not celebrating and shit. I wouldn't even argue that. I think they are still celebrating as a result of them being misled by the black the fascist, liberal class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By the prop- the the many tentacles of yeah. propaganda that you're getting from, again, the folks you just named, right? I just meant like parade. There ain't no yeah. parade in the deep. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure not, because they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not that invested. You know what I'm saying? And the, but there, there are some folks who still are buying in to this because everything that they believe in are the folks that they feel like represent them and have their best interests at heart is giving them reasons to believe in it, right? And so much of American, of liberal propaganda is all about morality and purity politics and performance, right? Like, it's just like, it, it isn't about naming what these people have actually done or what they actually plan to do. It's just like using these buzzwords: words, liberation, restorative justice, freedom, like all, all the tax breaks, like all these things that might trigger uh, housing, gentrification, fucking low-income housing, uh, what, the the fucking wage gaps, all these things, right? Inequality, just any as fifteen many dollars an hour. Any buzzword yeah. that can resonate with people, right? Like they're they're seeing it, and it's like not like he's just saying all the things that matter to me, and everything that I believe in is like are the people who I believe have my best interests at heart. Like the especially as a result of celebrity culture, right? The LeBron James, the fucking the person who's like, oh, I opened a school for scholar, I got these scholarship for kids. Yeah. I'm sending motherfuckers to college. I'm hiring their they parents, really dope things, right? But still under the capitalistic guise, right? So we know that. In reality, it really won't do much mm-hmm. to get black folks to a place of, of complete liberation. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it furthers the neo-colonialist, the black bourgeois bag yep. when they associate with these liberal ideas, when they associate with these liberal corporate placeholders, aka, you know, these these politicians. And the way that American fucking, like, democracy is framed, especially during election season, is there, there's not that much political education that go and this is where I'm like this is where niggas like us need to step up on the political education standpoint because if you're expecting folks to in, indulge in work but once every four years and make sound and informed decisions we're failing like how can the fuck can we expect as niggas who want to say we want to politically educate polit- politically educate black folks politically educate poor folks and we only doing it around election season niggas don't have the time to fully retain the information and make sound decisions when they're still trying to go to work they're still trying to provide for families during you know a whole ass pandemic like, this is why niggas got to be heavy on the political education and the radical propaganda year round because the folks if we do a good job of educating black folks in Oakland over the next four years when the election come around, niggas might really be like, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit that y'all talking about. And I think that's what it that's why this shit is super important to talk about and yep. to discuss, like, bro, these people will not free us. These people will not liberate us. Like, look at the city of Oakland, ran by Democrats. You vote blue, blue, blue for for decades. Like Jerry Brown, the governor of California, the former governor of California, nigga, he was one of the main people behind gentrifying Oakland. A Democrat. You got, you got and if Jerry Brown was running for president, they would have said, "Vote for Jerry Brown, vote for Jerry Brown." But you got niggas but he saying destroyed. Oakland in the White House. Oh, what part of Oakland? But he, <laughs> nigga, not my Oakland. Well, you got people dancing in the street, dancing at Lake Merritt. Meanwhile, two weeks ago, EMP just passed and making being being houseless in Oakland illegal and damn near ninety eight percent of the damn city. The fuck? What are we celebrating? Niggas are still sleeping on the street. Literally, a, a Democratic City Council passed a whole ordinance making it illegal. Unanimously, bro, all all on the same page. But we dancing in the street. But we, like, we we have so called progressive city council people. Yeah, right. 
during a fucking pandemic just yesterday. Did niggas forget this is the city that moms for that niggas just sent a fucking robot in to the moms for housing shit? They sent a in a military paramilitary force. They're using <laughs> literally police. This is the same city that just did that. Police and contractors to evict people out of the Wood Street encampment. With right black, here with a black in West city Oakland. council. With 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 a with a mayor that's from Oakland. Right? This is the same Oakland, the same city of Oakland that we're talking about. Black city council, a mayor that's from here, a white liberal mayor, mayor that's from here. So what the fuck, does, what, what, what does it mean to have that kind of representation? We've already seen representation play out in Oakland with black police officers shooting motherfuckers, with black police officers in school arresting kids, with black city council members making houselessness fucking illegal in 98, 98% of the fucking city, where we know that the majority of houseless folks on the street are black. We had a, a white liberal mayor who preaches of how blood runs through the, how Oakland runs through their blood. We've already seen representation play out in Oakland over and over again. What do you think this means on a large scale? It means nothing. When it means to actually change in the material conditions of our people, none of this happens. Yeah, LeBron could could uh, endorse Kamala and Joe Biden, Why but what does that he? mean? Why wouldn't he? He's a fucking billionaire. He's a bourgeoisie, bro. He's the not, and that, that's why we gotta really would, <laughs> we gotta look at real class issues, bro. No matter you can be black. And we saw this with our mom. You can be black and you can still do oppressive ass shit through this colonial system of government, also known as the United States. And we have to really understand that type of propaganda that's being pushed in our face. Yes, they're a celebrity. Yes, we might like to watch basketball. Yes, we might like to watch music on, on YouTube, go to concerts and whatever. But these billionaires or these millionaires like Cardi B endorsing, nigga, they is endorsing. The bourgeois class, bro. That's all the, it is. And this, is, and this, this, and this was, ain't bringing nothing yes. material to our community. And nothing the, material. The liberals and the bougies have no incentive. Why would they? They have. They have. They have every day to go out and show that they will put the people over over their own interests, and they don't do it. Who the fuck need that much money? Period. No one needs that much money. Period. Point blank. No one does. There is a point where you like, damn, I need to have money for emergencies, but no one needs millions of dollars. No, and no one for for damn show need billions. No, no one needs that, my nigga. Like, just it, it's just all my arms, and people can say you work hard, whatever. Yeah, you have the right to make what what you want. You have the right to do what you what you want with your money. But I'm saying from a principled standpoint, you cannot say that you care about the people that you have the possibility to to day in and day out change their material needs and choose not to do so. And by also choosing not to do so, simultaneously invest in the very systems and things that keep them oppressed. Mm-hmm. Period. How can a nigga say he care about you when he not give? Not only is he not giving giving you shit to make sure you're okay, but at the same time he investing in the shit that's keeping you fucked up. Come on, my what? And it's just looking at voting, looking at elections every four years. Billions of dollars was just funneled into these elections, and these niggas gave you twelve hundred dollars during a fucking pandemic. They're using billions and billions of campaign funds to elect niggas another corporate fa- fascist. <laughs> Like, think about all that fucking money that was being used. Even if you look at all the money being used in, like, a city council election, too. Imagine if that shit was given back to the people. Imagine if that money was invested in the housing to get people off of the street. We got to try to stop. We got to, we have to, it's important that we stop trying to make this stuff work for us and stop trying to make sense of why it doesn't work for us. It doesn't make, it doesn't work for us because it was not designed to make, it wasn't designed to, to work for you. Neither was capitalism wasn't made, nor the systems that support capitalism. They were not made to make sure that you thrive. And by you, I'm talking about Africans, bro, and folks abroad. The global South, nigga, it's not. This is not. This is, system was not designed for folks in South America to thrive. Folks in Africa bro. to thrive. It wasn't made for that. 
black people in this country, we are a colonized people living on stolen land. We as a nation within a nation that was stolen. <laughs> you feel me? Like we are our own people. We are our own nation and we are exploited because of capitalism. We are exploited because of racism. And we have to have self-determination to be able to choose for ourselves, to liberate ourselves, to build self-determination for ourselves. Like that's that's just the fact of the matter, bro. It's like we will never get free using this colonial system of oppression. This colonial system of oppression that has been rooted in slavery, that has been rooted in genocide. At the end of the day, that's what it's rooted in. And we have to start building alternatives to that. Building true black power, true self-determination, right? Yes, advocate for civil rights, but know that is the bare minimum. Civil rights is the most bare minimum shit you can do. That's what the liberals do. We, we in a fight for our human rights. And we need to, you know, to call out the contradictions of these black bourgeois folks who is selling out our people into the democratic fascist machine. We got to call that out and call out that contradiction so we can move people into a, a more revolutionary stance, a revolutionary nationalist stance, bro. We need our own, <laughs> we need our own shit, bro. We need to free the land, bro. 1000%. It was, it was wild. I was, I seen some tweets from John Legend and it was, it was really just a billionaire and a millionaire like arguing over charity opposed to like government, which is like John Legend made a point. He was like, it's always this half truth, right? Like he, he he said that you know charity is not enough. Charity is not enough. But he also was putting everything on the government. I'm like, brother, people are gonna free the people. Period. Point blank. Like it's not enough to. He be was like, saying charity was not enough, and then saying go elect this democratic. Yeah, charity is not enough. One thousand percent. Yeah, charity but isn't enough. There is a place for it. Period. Point blank. There is a place for it that's not under the guise of the the nonprofit structure, and the old fucking savior complex shit. But there is one thousand percent a place for. I have more money than I need. Let me give it to folks that 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 need it. And that's that, that's there's a one thousand percent place in that. And that's just a symptom of capitalism. Charity, the charity industrial complex shouldn't even have to fucking exist. And it's really just these wealthy people giving away they should for tax returns for the majority part. There's people who do have good intentions, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. It's 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 so wild to see that two weeks after election night and these folks are already showing we we've been having conversations over and over. There is one plane and two wings of it. Period. They all want. They all going in the same direction. They all going the same. They're they're not two parties. Period. Point blank. And then you see, the one party is corporation. That's the that's the party they is both in. You see Biden preaching unity, like he right. he, will, he he would not dig into he would not dig into Trump's cases to to essentially throw the man in jail. All the shit that he's done illegally since he's been in office over the last four years, prior to him being in office, he won't dig into that because it's. It's not in the sake of unity. In the sake of what? But meanwhile, in Washington D.C., you have, you know, the, these proud boys in the streets attacking people, calling for violence. You have Trump orchestrating a coup. You know, firing officials and installing loyalists to his campaign. Right, all those things that's happening right in front of our face. And you have a person like Joe Biden literally refusing. Oh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't even, I'm, we need unity. But that should show you, that should show the people that Biden is someone who isn't for us. How can you have unity with my enemy? When also Joe Biden, you is my enemy too. Dog, them, them liberals going to lead niggas straight to poverty and death. 
they're gonna leave. They're gonna keep us broke the, the by money. enforcing capitalist structures, and they're gonna keep us poor by with this turn of the. They're gonna keep us. They're gonna keep us dead with this turn of the cheek shit. And these liberals Period. gonna try. They're gonna try and take Period. your guns too. Period. They're gonna try and take your guns. These liberal shit. These liberals will get you killed. They will get you killed. And I don't want that to happen to y'all. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, and it's, that's why we got to be very clear. When, about when it, the state intervenes, when right when when. When these right-wing militia groups turn up and the state intervenes, it will not be to protect black people. Y'all should know that for a fact. When them niggas come... <laughs> it ain't going to be able to protect us. It's going to protect capital, protect property, because these right-wingers, they want a civil war. Guess what? Corporations don't want a civil war because civil war ain't profitable. Yeah, so they'll, they'll, they'll engage to, to an extent, right? Like, they're going to engage, but the, the, the goal of the engagement won't be to protect the, the lives of all people. It'll be, again, to protect the, the capital, and the folks who they need to keep the system going. But on top of that, they're not going to be going out there making sure that black folks are safe, first and foremost. Period, point blank. And so, again, liberals will guide us to a state of poverty through the, the backing of capitalist structures. And they will lead us to violent deaths through refusing to check these right-wing militias. Period, point blank. Nigga, if it, it was nothing for them to drop a, to drop bombs in Philadelphia when they thought right when they thought leftist black groups were, were a threat to American society, right? So don't say they don't got the capacity for violence when they feel like people are terrorists. They do it every fucking day, and they bombed they bombed us, they bombed us with kids in the house, all type of shit, blew it up. But they got all these excuses as they to why up, they won't engage. They blew up a whole fucking block. <laughs> as to why they won't engage with white right wing militias. It's because guess what? The police and the right wing militias, they go hand in hand. It's it's very clear. Malcolm said the Klan, them motherfuckers took off their hood, put on a blue uniform. It's very true to this day. And they is linked up, bro. They is linked up. You see the police flashing white power signs at protests to the Proud Boys or to the three percent militias. You see that happening. They is linked up. So when shit really go down, nigga, the police is going to be on the side of the right wingers. <laughs> and then unarmed, <laughs> then unarmed liberals <laughs> is going to be doing what? Siding up to with them because they're going to they gonna choose their skin. And you got you got to realize a lot of us don't have for 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 black folks, for Africans that, that truly want to not just survive, but thrive in this world, live in a place where we could be safe. That's not the goal. A lot of a lot of. A lot of black liberals, a lot of white liberals, they don't they don't share that common goal. They don't share that common enemy because they have not been subjected to the either. They refuse to acknowledge that they've been subjected to the violence that the state has put on them for strictly being African or they haven't actually because they've been protected by class. Right. Like poor black folks, poor Africans, you are subjected to a different kind of violence and only poor folks can relate to that period based off experience. So you got to team up with the folks that share the same experiences and the same common goal as you. Let them folks guide you. Not the people who have been benefiting from this system. They, can, they can't even empathize with you, my nigga. They can't relate. They can try to, but they can't. So why would you expect someone that has never been through what you've been through that benefits from the shit that you go through? Benefits from your oppression. <laughs> Their pockets book is deep. Because career, of your oppression, career, like everything, everything that they believe in, that they've worked so hard for, they quote unquote worked so hard for, that they believe in, that they would love to maintain, is directly held in place by your oppression, by the violence that you experience at the hands of this white supremacist state. Why would you expect them 
out of morality. You you have their mini test of morality again. If a motherfucker says they love you, but they refuse to change your material conditions, that is a test of morality right there. That's that that showed you how they feel about you. I mean, I think one thing that is that that was hilarious was seeing uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, the, the the national organization, pen a letter to Joe Biden saying we need a dear honorable Joe Biden, dear honorable Kamala Harris. They penned a letter saying we need a seat at the table and we need to talk about Black Lives Matter. And mind you, what the you, fuck has Black Lives Matter done? This the the big chapter. What have they done for any? Come on, nothing but organize around voting and, and electoral and voting DAs. and backing DAs and shit. So it's like <laughs> literally, literally though, but this is the point though. It's like they literally have done this electoral work to get Joe Biden elected and they have to fucking write and pen a public letter asking to sit at a table with you. Like, bro, that just shows how, how organized you are and also how these motherfuckers do not give a shit about you at all. They're going to use you to get elected and then you was over here begging these crackers to sit at the same fucking table as them. Shows you your fucking worth. And shows you exactly what the fuck they think about you. So we have to really disinvest from this shit and invest in ourselves. Invest in our people. Invest in an ideo- uh, ideology that will lead us to freedom. And we know liberalism will never lead us to freedom. We know integrating into a burning house of white supremacy will never lead us to freedom. So we got to ask ourselves, what will lead us to freedom? And that is true independence from America. It's a pan-African approach, a new African approach to where we have self-determination for all black people living in this country. Man, I'm, I'm urging black folks to for sure read Consciousness by Kwame Nkrumah. It's a great introduction to pan-Africanism and provides an analysis on the Western colonial empire and how it's come, come to play from damn near the Roman Empire to present day America and the shit like I, I urge everyone to read that we could damn near drop a link um, on on Patreon or or even if if you've been following PBO I know the PBO account has been tweeting some some excerpts from there uh, but yeah y'all, y'all should definitely check it out and I, I just been thinking I don't, I don't know bro because I, there's a even like keep referring to what Jalil said we People are angry. People need to be guided. People want to do something, and we need to do that for them. And I'm, again, we're frustrated because of our direct contact to, of every, like, just through organizing day in and day out. You don't got to be an organizer to, to fucking see what's going on to black folks as a result of the, the state, right? Um, but I think when you're making the conscious effort to see every day what's actually going on around you, this shit is... You and know, you see how people will prey yeah. on the masses of people it's hard not to be being angry. unpolitically, you know, not having the political education yet. I'm not angry at the people. You know? I'm angry at, like, again, like my nigga Ty said, I'm angry at the people that mislead them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Again, and there's forces. There's neo-colonial forces of, of black folks who are using <laughs> Bro, we are a small-ass podcast. We are a very yeah. small podcast. And especially since, like, the uprising and shit have slowed down, we even smaller than, like, people was giving the fuck what we had to say for a little bit. But... Now, I mean, that's I think that's also how movements become co-opted, bro. It's like it went from defund the police to elect the police, right? And now, it. now we have a, a first quote-unquote black woman vice president. You feel me? And this and now it's like, oh, okay, well, you you got something now. Y'all radicals should shut up. But no, this is exactly this shit. Progress. This is, is exactly this shit that we be talking about. Is no, they'll use a neo-colonial force to try and erase 
and eradicate the work and organizing we're doing. Like, bruh. And you got Nkrumah saying this damn near, what, 50 years ago. The essence of reform is to combine a continuity of fundamental principle with a tactical change in the manner of expression of the fundamental principle. That's Kwame Nkrumah. Come on. The essence of reform is to combine a continuity of fundamental principle with a tactical change in the, man- in the manner of the expression of fundamental principle. The tactical change between Trump and Biden was the switch, the switch of the message, the switch of the implementation of white supremacist tactics. We get a black woman in there. Come on. That's a tactical change in the manner of expression of a fundamental principle. The fundamental principle being white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Colonial ways. That is the principle. And now you change the tactic behind it, putting a black woman in charge. Come on. And it's just like, bro, it's 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 stuff to be done. Like and it's, it's, it's it's the free, you know. I mean, I think it's also it's cause it's people revolution can be scary. <laughs> that shit is it's violent. And we gotta realize the violent we going through is right now. You feel me? And people it's all, to hear about yeah. armed struggle and that's that that's scary people. Yeah, I mean, it is scary to think that the only way that you can get free is through violence and to think that you might not make it through that violence, right? Like, all of us, I think when people say, oh, we all ain't going to revolution, they think that, like, oh, you're going to have to leave some people behind because people are not going to see the same way. We all are not going to go to revolution because niggas is going to actually die, period, point blank. Yeah. Like, niggas is going to die as a result of what happens. But I think it is scary. And sometimes you think, like, I think when, when the revolution is talked about, we think, you know, you see all the, the propaganda from the right of what socialist society looks like, everybody wearing the same thing. And then it's like, bro, that's that's not what's going to happen. The things we the sports will still exist. Music will still exist. Film will still exist. Your house, you will still have a house. It's just everybody going to have one. Everybody going to have, gonna have the, the capacity to write, to sing, to dance, because niggas ain't going to be out here trying to figure out how the fuck they're going to eat no more. Yeah. Like you will have people, like we already living in lack. The abundance will be found in a socialist communist society. That's where the abundance exists. Like American capitalism is lack. Bruh, Period. All of us are living a, in lack. We have our own nation, a new African nation, <laughs> where we have self determination. We have control of the institutions. That is institutions be that are that are rooted in humanity. A government that is rooted in humanity. A government that is truly rooted in the people. You know. And like like this nigga Jawil said, he said it can be manifested and realized if black people are prepared to make required sacrifices in unity and struggle to free themselves from a system that has imposed them of over 400 years of bondage. You feel me? We have, we have to dare to struggle, bro, to dare to win. And it's going to require sacrifices. And that's If who- we truly want to be free, instead of getting these breadcrumbs from this, from this capitalist system, instead of letting these neo-colonial forces rule over us so they can get a bag while the masses of black people are living in squalor. And you got to... Yeah, I think when we go to armed struggle, it scares people. But if you do your reading, it scares people. But also, that shit is inevitable. Yeah, I mean, like if like, you do, like if you do your whether reading, whether we kick it off or whether they kick or they it off, they respond when like you've already seen <laughs> it. They've already been kicking it off for the past four hundred years, and they're gonna kick it off in another violent ass way, which we've seen throughout this history from them dropping bombs on black. So I'm like, even if we start to thrive, like even if we're not actually. Even if we do this, pick yourself up from the bootstrap and we create a new black Oakland that is a, a black capitalist dream for Oakland, nigga, them crackers will still come in this motherfucker and bomb you. History already shows done us it. that. They've already done it. So I'm, I'm telling like it's, it's inevitable because they will wage war 
on black folks that thrive. They will rage war on Africans that thrive. They will come in here and get our resources, whatever the fuck we've been able to build that keep, whether it's the land, whether it's whatever materials, whatever we got going on that's allowing us to thrive, they will come and take it by force. Come on. They did it to the folks that were indigenous of this land. They did it to the folks that were indigenous on the continent. The global south, they do that. That's what they do. That is white supremacist colonial. That's just the way that it should go. Period. There's it's no imperialist violence, bro. It's, we, can't, we can't avoid it. And that's why it's like, you know, it, it made me just like we're celebrating a Joe Biden, a Joe Biden who championed the war in Iraq, the Joe Biden who was reaching out to Dick Cheney to be a, a, an advisor, right? But when people f- are so focused on America that they forget about the millions of bombs shit, and the imperialist v- violence that occurs no matter who is president and, and the violence that Joe Biden has already done. You have to have a, even, that even motherfucker pe- is a warmonger. That motherfucker to. is a, a, a Zionist, a self-proclaimed Zionist. <laughs> you have to have a global analysis. That's if you're gonna be talking about being someone that. Otherwise, your shit is just violent as fuck because you're celebrating a motherfucker who's going to kill people in the Middle East, who's going to drop bombs on the continent. You got, you got to have a global analysis if you are someone that truly believes in the liberation of all people. We just don't want the liberation of Africans. We want the liberation of all people, bro. All people. That mean them poor, that mean them poor crackers out in, in Nebraska who riding around with their Trump, their Trump fucking shit. I want them niggas free too. They don't know yet. They don't know we, we, we under the... We got the same uh, foot on our necks. Uh, you you, be, you better than me, brother. <laughs> they don't know we got the same foot on our necks. I mean, you know, yeah, niggas, uh, niggas just don't be knowing. They don't know. I mean, niggas shit. Don't be knowing. Period. Point blank. But we 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 got it's, it's do propaganda. It. I mean, it's propaganda wars at the, at the end of the day too. My, I think after all this, the call to action for folks who truly believe in getting free again. I understand if where you are in your life and your understanding of politics in the world has got you to the point where you do believe integration is the the way but i urge you to read go read consciousness read, that's but also, the perfect book i just gave you yeah. a recommendation go read that and see if you still feel the same way read consciousness but also study integrationism you know if, if, if you call yourself an integrationist study it like i've studied that shit to learn you feel me like i don't believe in integration but i've studied it i've studied the theorists i've studied the thinkers i've studied the quote-unquote doers but I've also studied the revolutionaries. But if you study the integrationists, you study a, a, a person like Martin Luther King, who was is the, one of the most praised integrationists of this country. That motherfucker said, oh, I think I've integrated my people in a dying house. I think we might need to separate. And then he was killed. Yeah. Right? You look at uh, W.B. Du Bois, Du Bois. <laughs> Motherfucker was, you know, one of the, you know, so many people love to talk about Du Bois. So many people love to talk about him as this assimilationist and integrationist, not realizing he died as a fucking pan-Africanist and communist. And literally moved from that politic because it didn't fucking work. But they only want to study parts of people. So I'm like, if you study, if you study these integrationists, you'll see that they they came to their senses. You feel me? So don't praise MLK and don't praise Du Bois without fully studying him in, in, in their politics and how they grew and developed. That's what that's that's what folks that's like that's our, our call to action. It's like, all right, take that next step. I a hundred percent agree because at the rate that this liberal propaganda has been smushed into our faces, I would if I wasn't where I was in my understanding and what I've read, I would be 
right on par. I was at one point when I was 16 years old. I was damn near fucking probably cried when Obama became president. I, I kept reading. I voted for that nigga. <laughs> I kept reading. And I kept really. Uh, what is my real goal? Okay, I want people to be free. What does freedom look like? Who are the people that keep us oppressed? What are the systems that keep us oppressed? How do these systems function? Oh shit! Hold on. This goes directly against what these niggas have been telling me. And so I just urge folks. Now that you know the uprisings have happened, the election has happened, and if you still feel in your heart like your goal is not morality, morality is not your or false morality is not your only goal, but to actually see those that have been oppressed by this state for centuries to finally get liberation, go the step further and read the people who, through practice and not just talking, mm-hmm. have actually shown the black the black liberation folks that have, the African liberation folks who have actually shown what it means for folks to be free. Mm-hmm. Stop getting your information from the liberals who benefit from the oppression of Africans in America, abroad, and everywhere else. Period. Point blank. Read, study, organize, repeat. Because it, you know you can read, 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 become uh, as as gamed up with theory as you can be. And action must follow that. Build, start building survival programs. You feel me? Build your survival programs because those is going to be needed. Because we know the government ain't gonna help us, right? And those those programs, you know, isn't a, a, a one size fit all, where it's gonna solve all our problems. Is not, but it's survival pending revolution. Because we have to build, we have to nation build, we have to build our own communities, and, and really model what we want our future to look like, and that can start on a small scale. Start that on a small scale. So that's all I got.